Levels, levels. Levels, levels. <clears throat> what if I told you that everything you knew about laundry detergent was wrong? Mm, nope. Try again. <clears throat> Once upon a midnight dreary. No, uh, nope. 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 Again. It seemed like a quiet Midwestern town, but what secrets did it hold? Dude, what the hell? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, it's been so long since we recorded, I forgot what kind of podcast this is. Uh, remember, this is Talking to Todd. No G, no space. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Thank you. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. That help? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. All right, how about this? <clears throat> What's really... The interesting thing about Hamilton's disqualification was that while the FIA legality plank is currently fiberglass, it actually used to be made out of beechwood. Now, the measurement holes are also really fascinating. I mean, they... We're back! Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure and multiple shots at the cold open are always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. It's good to see you. Yeah, you're now you're the, you're Dwayne, right? Okay, wait. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's been a while. It has been a while. Holy cow. Uh, how was your vacation? It was great. We had we had a great time and uh, had all sorts of adventures and got to do all sorts of different things, all of which uh, I want to go in depth day by day uh, through the course of the next three and a half to four hours. Is this um, how I spent my summer vacation? Well, and I have pictures, so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put up a picture to you that only you can see, Dwayne, and then I'm going to describe it and then talk about it for about five to ten minutes. And then we're going to do that for all 15 days of the trip. It's going to be fascinating. <laughs> I've got a feeling that that's going to get uh, much poorer reviews than our hiatus episode out of time episode, Scott. That's entirely possible. That that may. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. I'll regroup. I'll come up with a better idea than that. Um, short answer. Had a good time. Excellent. Uh, I am also on the road. I am recording right now from the Moxie in downtown Los Angeles. If you didn't say it, I was going to say we can't name the hotel, but it's got a lot of moxie, but it, you stole the line. So oh, anyway, it's yeah. got a lot of something, yeah, but not a lot of space. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, um, a lot of attitude and no space. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's cool that, that it's like a, deconstructed closet that I can just see all of your clothes laid, laid out on the wall behind you, like some sort of art installation of R- Road Warrior 2023. <laughs> uh, and and this is and this is I'm in the middle of an 11 day work trip, so I have no fun pictures to talk about. <laughs> just remember, hey, 11-day West Coast swing. That feels like something in the NBA. Just remember two words, load management. <laughs> yeah, I'm not coming in today. Yeah, that's not, I'm not, uh, that's not it. That's not a thing. 
Dwayne needs his time off. Aren't you Dwayne? Yes. Why are you reading? Never mind. Anyway. Third person. Uh, we have we have some feedback. We have a ton of follow-up. Yes. Um, the Brian Ferentz counter. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. We've been gone. We've we we I mean, technically we haven't been gone because episodes came out on time, but we haven't recorded it. This is this is like a three week gap. So I'm assuming he's now safely he he used those three weeks that we've in the middle of and he has he's like way above and he's already his job is safe he scored less points than days we took off fewer sorry fewer he scored fewer points not less anyway you get my you get my point given the fact that in one of the games his offense produced a grand total of two yards in an entire half of football i find it hard to believe that he can't even figure out how to score points yeah. Good um, news. Amy's not having to Amy's not having to change the counter very often. No, she's not. This week it was one tile. <laughs> uh you got a note from Lisa? Yeah, Lisa was way behind, so while we were driving to catch planes and stuff, we were listening to a couple. We were a little ways behind um she was. So I and I was I was getting to re-listen and this was all the way back at I was recommending Barbie the movie and you were saying do I need to see it in the theater? And I said, yeah. you know, you don't have to, but it's nice because it's not a superhero movie or whatever. Lisa's comment was, I'll give you one other reason why you want to see Barbie in the theater is because you get to look at Margot Robbie on the big screen for two hours. <laughs> you can sign me up for that. <laughs> so that is that is the line she wanted me to tell you while we recorded, which was much better than my line. Sounds like a plan to me. Guess I yep. know what we're doing. <laughs> okay. Sarah Judson Brown, you talked about how when you were in Iowa Falls, you stayed at a motel that might not have been so super. Yes. Yes. Separately. And before she listened to the podcast, Sarah also stayed at a hotel that was that was not so super and sent me this picture of a sign on a wall. <laughs> okay. So the sign says the lobby phone is on the wall. So far, so good. Then things get a little interesting. So please, and then in quotes, pick up, close quotes, phone, not the phone, just pick up phone. And then on a completely separate line all by itself, and got some got some text wrapping i will return to again with the quotes help you (laughs) close quotes (laughs) there's a ton of sarcasm in that sign yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah you know what wake me up from my office and i will come out and help Help you you Uh-huh. And that was I want to I want to reiterate that was totally separate from your story about the super motel. I mean, if she sell that before, that's like that's not follow like that's like that's pre like that 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 preceded the follow like this is follow up like, here, but yeah, it's like psychic follow up. She knew yeah. it was coming. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Sherry 
was listening, uh, toddler3187, was listening on a long run. She's not entirely sure that Greg existed outside of witness protection before high school because there are absolutely no pictures of him. And he does not remember the Iowa Falls dental parade. Okay. I can't do anything about the latter, but I can take care of the former. Because <laughs> I've got a couple of pictures. That away. Is that, Sherry, is that what you're asking for? Are you asking for pictures of Greg prior to high school? Because I have them. That not away. a lot, but I've got a couple. I've got a couple. I've got a couple. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, also she reports that the Naperville drains are being cleaned regularly and she fully supports an expansion to Dallas center. So <laughs> Danny falls into your court. The leaves are in your drain. <laughs> oh, that's not good. He's going to get calls over that. Excuse me, Mr. Mayor. I'd like to report that there's some leaves in my drain and, um, I, I think it's all Biden's fault. And whoa, whoa, whoa buddy, whoa. hold on. <laughs> uh, Doug from the Educated Idiots. Additional dental parade feedback. Yep. I always thought Dan was Dan Hensing was lying about the dental parade, <laughs> but who would make up something like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, Danny said the podcast went better than he dreamed. He's dreaming about this, Danny. Nobody dreams about talking to Todd. <laughs> it runs purely on nightmare fuel. <laughs> we need to we need to put Doug and and Danny together. <laughs> I don't know. We want to cross those streams. Oh I, boy! I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You may be right there. Yeah. By the way, uh, toddlers, uh, Danny is working his way back through our back through the back catalog. So if you've got any questions about uh, about things from 2021, apparently Danny is getting up to speed. And as I will point out um, today, as he was listening to what, episode 46 or something from 2021. Yeah, the Al Slappa episode. We were getting text messages real time laughing at jokes that you and I made over two years ago <laughs> uh -huh. without the context of the joke, so, <laughs> which is better than the stained glass at the Capitol. <laughs> like, dang, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> I think Danny just gave me homework. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> punchlines <laughs> with punchlines without context. That's okay. Most of the most of them are punchlines without humor. So we'll take the ones without context. Um, again, we've been off for three weeks. I have so much follow up. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So what do you have? You gave me a number to guess about uh, European soccer coaches buyouts total. Yes, yes. The chosen one. Yes, thank you. Um, yep. Jimbo Fisher, who is the coach at Texas A&M. Yes. And who will probably be the coach at a Texas A&M for quite a while. Because right now, his buyout number is $76 million. That's that's a healthy number. That, and, that is what we like to call job security. And he is on the hot seat and people want to fire him. And the trustees and everybody else is going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. 
<laughs> we can build that new particle accelerator or we can fire the football coach. <laughs> uh, Roger Goodell signed a three-year extension. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I assumed that, uh, that when you buy a punching bag, it has at least a five-year warranty on it, but I guess it's only three years at a time. Yep. Apparently that's the deal that we have we've talked about what a good human meat shield he is for the NFL owners. He, he's doing his job and he's going to continue doing it. <laughs> yep, they are happy with that performance. Yes. Um we've we've talked about Brian Ferentz and his lack of scoring and somebody compared this to last year's toilets to touchdowns ratio for Russell Wilson. Yes. Just just checking the boxes here. This last week, Russell Wilson threw his 13th touchdown pass of the year, which means so far this year he has now thrown more touchdown passes than he has toilets in his house. And who says things aren't aren't getting better in Denver? <clears throat> most mo- mo- most of us. But you did win this week. Yes, yes. And, and so did the Bears, which also this falls under follow-up makes our cold open from last week absolutely worthless. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope, sorry. Going to go back here. Yeah. Uh, how did that? That should have worked. That, yes. That should have been fine. Yes. Yes. So <sighs> apparently what we need to do this week is talk about how awful our teams are and how this is going to hold up for a long, long time because then they'll win again next week. Yes, just to make us look bad on our podcast, which which we do mostly on our own. But hey, I don't need any help out of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Danny was on, we talked about how the <laughs> still cracks me up. We talked about how the buildings in Dallas Center can't be higher than two stories because then they'd have to buy another fire truck. Yes, with a longer ladder, and they don't right. want to do that. Yes. Okay. So. I was um, I was at a reception two nights ago with a guy from downtown Chicago who used to work for First Chicago, officed in downtown Chicago, and uh, it, it's the building uh, you'd know it if you saw it. If I anyway, you'd know it if you'd know which building is the First Chicago building. Anyway, on the ninth floor, there's there's a different row of offices and it, it's very clear that the ninth floor it, it's like a, a double level anyway it's, it's very clear on the building where the ninth floor is okay which is the executive floor yes and the ninth floor is as high as the fire truck ladders reach in the city of chicago so that's where they put the executives hey do you, do you want to be on the 23rd floor nope i want to be i want to be on the ninth i want to be as high as i can and still have somebody come and get me that that is that right yep here's here's the thing when it comes to that you either need to be as you either need to be as high as the ladder can go or significantly higher so the parachute has time to open (laughs) anything in the middle is is like a no-go zone touch and go right yes and then you sent um I don't know. Do you want to talk? You want to talk about that? We talked about a pumping station on Danny's. Yes. About the piece of infrastructure that he didn't like. What's the most interesting piece of infrastructure? And the thing that he didn't 
that he didn't know beforehand, but he's entirely interested in now is that there is a sewage lift station that because the gravity goes down and then the sewage has to be lifted and and they've got one of those and he didn't know anything about it, but they seem like lots of places must have to have them. And then you went on vacation. Yes. And I was on a, again, I was back on the, I was on the same small island off the coast of Northeast. Uh, it's off the Northeast coast of England. Again, population about 180, more sheep than people. And half the time every day, it is cut off from the mainland because when the tide comes up, the road to the mainland gets covered up by the tide. So it, it is, you were stranded on the island. And, uh, one of the things I found walking around it was this old looking building. And if you take a look at the sign, um, it points out that it is a sewage lifting station, (laughs) which you promptly texted that picture to Danny and me. (laughs) Hey, Danny, (laughs) I know what this is now. I kind of had this idea before, but I wasn't really looking for him. But now that I see it. Right. Yeah. And. It's, it's apparently in Northumbrian, Northumbria, Northumbria, which I read as no thumb Brian. Yeah, that's not right. But you know, (laughs) (laughs) it looks like no thumb Brian, (laughs) but it's not. No, clearly, clearly not. Oh, how about you? What, what, what did you catch in the last three weeks that surprised you or we've talked about before? Just a couple of things. Um, I don't know. A year ago, I talked about how I get these, you know, get emails from FedEx if you're part of their program or whatever, and they tell you there's been a service disruption. There was ice storms or in Memphis or whatever. And then they, at the bottom of it, they tell you uh, based off of FedEx terms of agreement that the guarantee for delivery uh, doesn't apply because of this issue. And you're like, well, okay, I guess. I mean, you know, that usually comes up when there's, you know, ice storms, snowstorms, hurricanes, you know, acts of God. Right. Um, weather, they can't control weather, so they're not going to guarantee it. Um, I got one actually this morning from FedEx letting me know that there was a nationwide disruption of FedEx because there was an IT outage at the uh, at the World Port or whatever they call it at uh, in Memphis, which impacted their ability to deliver packages, so stuff would be delayed. And then it said, due to our terms of service, uh, that means that the guarantee is off. Wait, so your uh, computer system didn't work, and that gets you out of the do Do you know what the word guarantee means? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think you do. No, 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 because that ain't it. Um, hey, our computers went down. We can't deliver your package. No refund for you. Inconceivable. Yeah, and then the the other one that I saw, we talked about, uh, I don't know, two months ago, how, um, you know, the robo-taxis in San Francisco. The ones that got together and got stuck are the ones that people were having sex in. Well, technically, they're the same ones. Oh, okay. But let's let's worry about the ones that got together and then got stuck. Okay. Those are the. I mean, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, those are the ones that then got approved by the state of California to operate twenty four hours a day, and within two days of that, um, one of them had ran into a fire truck. And, and within 12 hours, another one had struck another vehicle and the city of San Francisco said, hey, hold on. I don't think these are as safe as you think they are. So instead of stopping them, they cut it down by 
um, they, they, they reduced the numbers of robo taxis licensed in the city of California, uh, city of San Francisco by half. Uh, within the last two days, the, the state of California has revoked the company's license to operate robo taxis in the entire state because, according to them, quote, they may not be as safe as reported, unquote. And there is some concerns that the safety data provided by the company was not a complete picture of their safety record. My thought is a complete picture of the safety record is the one plowing into a fire truck. That's pretty much what you needed to know. <laughs> you know, if here's here's the thing. If they had just let this process run its course, the company would have slowly worked its way out of the robo taxi business anyway after too many crashes. <laughs> yeah. We just keep totaling all the cars. Um, yeah. Or, you know, here's my thought, though, to your point, though, they keep they keep being rented by people, not because they wanted to go somewhere, but because they want to get somewhere. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> they're not licensed to drive, but they are licensed to park. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. How far can you get? Well, I can get to third base. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait. No. God, we're 12. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we're playing the hits. Oh, uh, should we? We've, we have uh, neglected our sponsors here, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy. Should we do Todd's Tech Corner as sure. sponsored by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy? I think that's a great idea. Excellent. What do you got? Well, I don't know. Let's start with yours. The, the new mobile studio. Yes. For talking to Todd is fully deployed as of this broadcast here. Uh, fully? Sorry. Fully deployed? <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> as I sit here holding the uh, inline microphone in my headphones, I guess this would not be fully deployed. Um, okay, so on an 11-day road trip, when you're only taking a carry-on, as Todd and Lisa can attest, you have to make choices. I chose to leave my snowball microphone at home uh, and instead bring clean underwear and socks. So, <clears throat> so the toddlers have to suffer so that your coworkers don't. That's yes. <laughs> That's the slogan. That? Yeah. I, I apologize to your ears, toddlers. Um, both for the content and the quality. But while the microphone, while well, the microphone isn't new, what is new? Oh, the MacBook Air that I'm recording on. I, I Costco was running a heck of a deal on the M2 15-inch MacBook Airs. So instead of the at least six, if not seven-year-old MacBook Pro that I had been operating off of when we were on the road, I... I have a MacBook Air, and man, is it. The screen is clearer. Uh, when I, I actually, I edited the last episode out of time on it. Yep. And I push export, and it used to take a couple of minutes on that old MacBook Pro to just export and render, render, render the audio for the show. Uh, about 
between three and four seconds. <laughs> Did it work? It yeah. Wow, it's done already. What's up with that? Huh. Uh, so yeah, we've deployed the new studio, and uh, next week when I am on the road in Austin, I will have the MacBook and the snowball, and I will be fully deployed next week. I promise. I was going to say this now gives you the opportunity to uh, to uh, edit dad jokes ten times faster, uh, which is you know really what we're all looking for. <laughs> Do you mean edit them out? No, no, no. Just you know, tighten. You know, just make sure they. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight. Th- oh, we're we're running short on time. I could either take out all of my dad jokes, or I could take out about that part where Todd talks about something quote unquote interesting. Well, that can go. Okay. Using I'm using the Super 8 air quotes there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations on the new computer purchase. The M2 MacBook Airs are great. And it's, I mean, this is cool that this show is now being produced on the absolute state-of-the-art newest computers that are out on the market. I mean, that's great. By the way, speaking of... Yes. Um, did, I make an, did I make a tactical error? Well, so... Um, it turns out that that next Monday night, October thirtieth, at eight p.m. Eastern, Apple is re- is having another event to release their new Macs. <laughs> oh no wonder mine was on sale. Yeah, yeah. we got to clear these things out. These things are doorstops. Come on, let's go. Let's bring the new stuff in. Um. Anyway, by the way, um, they're doing it on a Monday, which they almost never do. They're doing it at night, which nobody understands. And nobody's really clear as to, and everybody thought they knew what was coming, but they, but because it's the day before Halloween, Apple has, has put that it's scary fast, which then makes everybody think, wait, is this the new chips? Are these the M3 chips coming out early? So anyway, um, the entire Mac blogosphere podcasting world is in a complete tizzy because um, this is not the way Apple works at all. And now suddenly there might be new computers released uh, Monday night um which they're going my thought was man that's pretty strong they're going up they're going up head to head against monday night football and then i thought the people who are going to watch a live mac uh if if you take the group of people who are watching monday night football and the group of people who are watching live apple events the 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 crossover there isn't isn't great enough to affect the ratings for either one don't think that's gonna be a no i think you're i think we're probably I think we're probably pretty safe there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if anybody's in the market for a brand new Mac, um, hold on and let's wait to see what happens uh, uh, next week. Um, but if you bought a brand new Mac, congratulations. It's actually, it'll be perfectly fine because the new ones will be, you know, somewhat faster, but these M chips are so good. It doesn't like at this point, you won't, you won't notice the difference between the three seconds to the two seconds of editing versus. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely better than the Intel chip that I got rid of. Yes. I mean, the only downside is, is that you can't warm your coffee on this one. Like you could on the Intel Mac. That is true. Oh, and you're going to have to on the, the other thing that you are going to have to do though, with the new one is you are going to now probably have to buy yourself a white noise machine because the fan noise out of that one. Oh, there is no fans in that one. You don't have to worry about it. Never mind. There, yeah. There's no fans. The Intel machine, probably you just, you know what, uh, if you needed white noise machine on the Intel max and you, uh, you forgot, a, you, you 
all you had to do was just like play a video. And after about 15 seconds, the woo, it would just start. And then you just let that play all night and it will just drown out all the rest of the noises. That that would explain what that background hum was when I was recording on the road before. It was the fans. It was. Yes. That was. Well, it's good to know that we've got some fans. Uh, you beat me to it. There we go. <laughs> all right. What else we got? Oh, dang it. <laughs> you moved. You moved on to that pretty darn quick, didn't you? <laughs> That's right. It's time for America's second favorite game. So there are in the NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA six teams that share names. Can you name them? This is something that Todd just ought to know right off the top of your head. Wait. Okay, when you say share, describe to me what sh- like are you okay, saying? So, uh, you, one NFL you one. and one baseball team had like one out of e- like is it is it two only two teams one from each league? Yeah, give me an give me an example of what we're talking about. Okay, um, or or not an example, but just uh, I don't know however you want to explain it. Uh, the well, okay, so I'll give you I'll give you the first one on the list. The Texas Rangers and the New York Rangers. Thank you. Got it. Does that help? Not really. I mean, it makes it under. It, yeah. And now understand what we're doing. Um, that's a lot of teams that is going through my head right now. Because um, that's four <laughs> leagues worth. And um, you can see his eyes right now. <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> There's smoke rolling out of his ears. Just, I don't. I, but I mean, it's sure. I don't. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of fine. I, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the Nordiques isn't one of them. No. Okay. Nope. So, uh, no. Shit. You know, here's the thing. I don't even know how to subdivide this problem because I'm like, do I start in the NFL and compare it? No, wait, wait. Do I start with the NHL and compare it? No. Do I do this geographically and start in the Northeast and then think about what all the teams are? (laughs) This this is ridiculous. I have flooded the field, folks. There it is. I mean, oh, well, got one. I got one. He has stalled enough. Yes. Cardinals. Cardinals is number six on the list. Yes. The Arizona Cardinals and the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Wait, why is that number six? Why is that not number one? <laughs> <laughs> because number one was Rangers, according to the list that I've got, in no particular order. Oh, in no particular order. Otherwise, I was like, you skirt like it's top of the board, says thing. Okay. Um, all right. You know, you should probably figure out some nice, uh, some cue up some music that's going to have to be played as a short interlude while I just do this. Uh, all right. We covered Rangers. Yep. All right. So, um, 
Todd found it more fun to talk about the Speaker of the House race than to answer these questions. <laughs> you know, you'd think with six teams sharing names, it would be a little bit more um, common. Um, ah, all right. Ding. Wait, one just slotted in. Okay. The Jets. The Jets. Yes. Do you know how to move a hockey team out of Winnipeg? Use Jets. You use Jets. Yes, you do. The Jets is number three on the list. Okay. Um, Can you channel Chris Berman? What? The New York football giants. Oh, Giants, yes, the the Giants and the and then the San Francisco Giants, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what else we got? Yeah, I'm I'm struggling here. Uh, we have we have the Carolina Panthers. Oh, and the Florida Panthers. Yes, we do. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then of course we have the the uh, Montreal Canadiens and the uh, and the Oklahoma City Canadiens. Nope, that might be wrong. No, that, that may not actually be right. <laughs> may have, may have, may have misremembered that. Uh, number five, number five on this list is the Kings. So we have the Sacramento Kings. Wait, who's the other Kings? Oh, the Los Angeles Kings. Yep. In in, in your NHL. In yes. your your NHL Los Angeles Kings. Yep. <sighs> Yep. Yeah, there was the last one. The 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 Panthers and the Kings and the rain. Three of these are were hockey's. Yeah, yeah, and four and if you count the Jets, which which you should actually. You probably because they they are hockey. Like you're like that's subjective whether you want to count them as a hockey team or not. <laughs> we certainly don't count them as a football team. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who, who do you have in goal? Rogers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's just laying there anyway. Oh uh, well, that was fun. We'll give ourselves a bell because <laughs> because because we've been off for three weeks, so why not? Yeah, everybody gets a bell. What's next? Um, I think we're moving on to the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Oh, fantastic. Um. So I'll start. Um, so as we've mentioned, we were on a trip. We came back from vacation. Got to the house. Had to, had to you know, turn the water heater back up, turn the water back on, do all the things you do when you get back home. That experience was not exactly the case for uh, a homeowner in southwest Atlanta. Um, according to the guardian, Susan Hodgson said in an interview with the Associated Press, um, she was away out of Atlanta and a neighbor called and said, so this wasn't her house. It was a house that it was a family house that she owned. Okay. Okay. She was out of town from her house and a neighbor near the other house that she owned called and said, Hey, quick question. Has somebody been hired to, to uh, tear down that house you own? And she said, no. And the neighbor said, well, there's someone over here who just demolished the whole house and tore it down. <laughs> so she then had to return back to Atlanta. And when she was there, the entire house had been torn down and was a 
complete pile of rubble still there. Everything was, was still there. Now it's been boarded up for about 15 years. Uh, it's been boarded. It's been covered. They said they keep the grass cut. The yard is clean. The taxes are paid. Everything is up on it. Um, apparently some, a company called you call it, we haul it showed up, tore down the house, then left. And when this uh, article was published, um, won't return her phone calls. The company also did not immediately return a telephone message left Saturday um, by the newspaper or the television station. It did give a comment to a television station said it's investigating and working to resolve the mishap. So, um, <laughs> well, welcome home from vacation. And by home, we mean home in quotes. <laughs> Apparently somebody picked up the phone. Jeez. Yeah. And we will help you. Clearly. Would you like a little bit more breeze going through your house? I want a lot of it. Yeah. So anyway, she's also filed a report with the police department and the police aren't exactly sure what to do with it. I'd like to report a house demolition. Uh, uh, Ma'am, I don't know what to. I don't have that box on my form. Yeah, I don't. Cross out manslaughter and write an involuntary house demolition. It's what they would do on MASH. Anyway, what have you brought? Cross Um, out machine gun, write in pizza oven. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I, too, uh, brought a person. I I, I brought a story. This was submitted. um, The eagle eyes of listener Jake brought this to my attention and submitted it. And I absolutely could not pass it up. This story was filed in the Iowa Capitol Dispatch on October 11th by Clark Kaufman under the headline, DNR officer fired after incident with officer hot stuff of the Ankeny police. (laughs) Oh my God, you should see the look on his face. An Iowa Department of Natural Resources conservation officer has been fired for using a confidential state database to screen potential dates and for her conduct during an incident involving the Ankeny police. State records indicate that this person who worked for the DNR was fired for conduct unbecoming a state employee. She was off duty and on a date in Ankeny while carrying her service weapon. And at some point during the evening, the date, I don't know, disintegrated or something. And so she called an ex-boyfriend to come and pick her up. You may find this interesting. This may, this actually also falls into Todd's tech corner. So, (laughs) um, the ex-boyfriend is a felon according to state records. And while the two of them were in the car, they began arguing. The argument escalated to the point where the ex-boyfriend's Apple watch determined that there was an emergency of some kind and dialed 911. What? That's not supposed to, that. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and the two of them did not realize it until the Ankeny police arrived on the scene. So I'm just thinking Siri's going, whatever Siri heard, 
I sense that you're having a problem. I will call nine. No, no. You know what? Actually, sure. Um, so during the police stop, and this is according to the officer's body camera footage, uh, the DNR now ex DNR employee identified herself as an officer when she was asked why she had a gun. And during the, her answer wasn't America <laughs> because it's Iowa. It certainly could have been, was, but no, it was saying. not. All right. But during the discussion with the police, the, the DNR employee allegedly asked one of the officers if he dated older women and referred to him as officer hot stuff. In addition, she reportedly admitted more than once that it was likely that she was drunk. You think? <laughs> and then informed the officers that she had used a state database maintained by the DNR to determine the marital status of at least one person that she was considering dating. How does that come up in a traffic stop? Right? <laughs> I mean, just I'm just unpeeling the onions, the onion layers in the story. It just goes on and on and on they as actually did not arrest her but they drove her home and then gave her back her service weapon yeah uh a few weeks later officer hot stuff reported the incident <laughs> and then eventually um all of this got back to the department of natural resources who then fired her she files for unemployment of course. Yeah. Right. And the DNR, after an initial fact-finding hearing in which the DNR did not participate. Okay. She collected $4,832 in benefits. At which point the DNR then appealed that decision and it went to an administrative law judge. And the administrative law judge says, okay, you can definitely fire her. And you probably shouldn't have paid her the $4,800, uh, but we are not going to claw that back. And she gets to keep the money, uh, but she's definitely not getting her job back. I mean, my thought is she really, she kind of screwed up though in that instead of getting the $4,800, she could have said something like, Hey, listen, I'll give you the $4,800 back, but do I still get to keep access to the database? <laughs> and, and, and as long as we're talking, do you have the number for Officer Hot Stuff? Look at that. Look at that big hunk of meat there, the bailiff. What are you doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so my my nominee is uh, the, the former DNR officer who collected $4,800 in unemployment benefits. I mean, there are, there are plenty of idiots in this story to go around. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, but it... it the 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 lead nominee here is is uh oh my god officer hot stuff <laughs> first of all ma'am it's sergeant hot stuff <laughs> <laughs> you waited until i was in the middle of a drink to say that i just drew that out a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing you got Apple Care on that MacBook Air. <laughs> Is that water damage? Sort of. Sort of. It's podcast damage, whatever. Ooh. Oh, so we got some travel stories. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, gonna, we, we may need to call the affiliates because I got a feeling we're running long this week. Well, when you take three weeks off. I'll, I'll, I was going to say, I'm going to try to go through these fairly quickly. We'll see. We'll see where we end up. Um, let's see. And I, I mean, I don't have like this extensive, just, just a few things that happened. Uh, we, we flew, uh, so we flew on a, on a, flew out of Salt Lake City direct to London, which is, it's really nice when you get on a plane and just settle in for nine and a half hours. Um, brand new aircraft. It came off the, it, it, it was manufactured in February of 2023. Still had that new plane smell. Mm. And this is one of those that when it got done with the London route, then it goes, it goes Salt Lake to London. Then it goes London to LA and then LA to Tokyo. Like this, this, this is like, nearly the top of the this is the second level of the nicest airplanes that delta has brand new which dan hensing helped you identify yes yes statement yes delta is proud to offer free wi-fi this plane is not equipped (laughs) however feel free to purchase it for a mere 25 dollars so a brand new state of the art, oh, almost flagship be. aircraft, and Delta is proud to offer free Wi-Fi, but not on the new. So it's not on the old planes, and it's not on the new plane. What damn plane is this on? I have all I have done for the past three weeks is fly while you've been gone. Yes, one leg of one trip. I had Delta's free wi-fi and i'm like no you're joking with me on this aren't you? <laughs> so got the trip off to a good start <clears throat> jeez um let's see hey when we were and when we took the when we were, did the boone valley scenic railroad we learned an incredibly important fact about see if you remember this this is a safety thing because they they while we had scenery and dinner and everything the the engineer wanted us to know if there was like a breakdown or something at an inter at at a railroad crossing, how do you what do you do, Dwayne? What what is the safety protocol in the United States if there's like a breakdown, like there's a car stuck on the tracks? What do you do? There is a little blue sign posted at every rail um, crossing, yes. road and rail crossing with a specific identifying number for that intersection and a phone number to call in case of an emergency and they are posted and you can't i can no longer be stopped at a rail at a at a railroad at railroad tracks and not look for the sign and find it yes because once you see it yep oh hey there's the sign yes england which has a lot of trains also has a similar system however and this i i was you know what this is gonna this is gonna start the photos this one the photo isn't nearly as important um however england took a slightly different approach well it looks like they just put a phone on it yeah on both sides of the crossing no blue plaque. No, here's the phone number to call. You know what you do in England? If there's a problem, you pick up the phone and just say, I need help. We're going to cut, we're going to cut this down a lot. <laughs> it was like, so we're, we're sitting there 
waiting at this train crossing every day we were leaving the island. Somehow we managed to time it that there was always a tra- And Lisa goes, hey, look, no blue plaque, phone. <clears throat> there you go. We we were we took a speaking of trains we took a train journey from Edinburgh to London. Uh, it's a four hour train journey. Um, we got on the train. The we were we were in, in a cabin that has sort of a, it's in a like at a if you think about an airplane it's in like a one two configuration within okay. within tables so that you've got like two people facing each other with a table on one side and then four people facing each other sort of on the other side right so lisa and i are on this you know we have those seats to ourselves and this this group of four people uh clearly a married couple and one of their mom and dads um uh came and sat down on this four-hour train journey um at least an hour and a half of it the married couple was watching i think instagram reels However, they were both watching the same phone, and in order for them to hear it, they just turned the volume up on their phone incredibly loudly. Oh. So the entire compartment got to hear their Instagram reels for an hour and a half. And you think, I guess headphones haven't made it over to the UK. However, the parents were wearing West Virginia Mountaineer jackets. Well, that explains. Oh, it's the Americans. Yep. Oh, it's there the, you go. It's, it's, yep. There you go. There uh, you go. Yep. Hey, we're on a train. You know what? We should probably not use headphones. That was that was awesome. And then, um, <laughs> that was awesome. On on the way back, uh, we get on the plane, and um, there is somebody near us who, uh, while boarding is continuing, is coughing about every five to ten seconds. This is a 10 and a half hour return flight. Never stopped coughing the entire time. Lisa's comment to me about 30 minutes into the flight. We are definitely going to be sick when we get off this plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This isn't good. They, they, circ- they recircle the, they recirculate the air. Anyway. Um, How you feeling? Uh, you know, it was who knows at this point i got so many different vaccinations i i could be sick and not know i don't i have no how you feeling hot 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 how you feeling hot 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 how you feeling hot 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 i have so many vaccinations aaron Rodgers wants to debate me Ooh. um let's hey, see you have anything else to do <laughs> okay and then um a couple of uh let's see real quick then here's some travel photos uh again sorry everybody here's the photos um, I don't, did I send this one to you? I'm not, I don't remember if, name this location. Oh, that's the Elon Musk hotel. The po- That's the poop emoji hotel. It's the poop emoji hotel. Nice. In Edinburgh. Nice. We were literally walking down and Lisa goes, I wonder where that poop emoji hotel is. And I just pointed there. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. This was outside of our flat in London. Um, this feels like one of the most English things that you will see. It has everything that you need in it, bureaucracy 
and sort of also what it means to have some of the whimsy from England. No unlicensed ice cream trading. And it's a picture of a, what's the picture of? Uh, and an ice cream food truck. It's a food truck, but with an ice cream cone on it. So those were all over. Apparently they don't care about food trucks, but there is a bunch of unlicensed ice cream food trucks going around Camden. We got to put up signs. We got to put a stop to this. Unlicensed ice cream shall not stand in this borough. Uh, yeah. Can I get a drumstick? <laughs> if it's a chicken wing, yes. If it's the other kind, no. No, absolutely not. Um, this part, this this van was parked outside of our this. We were in the second story flat, um, which is the first floor. Whatever. Uh, we're on the first floor, second story. Um, and I looked out the window one day in the place that you're not supposed to park. And this van was parked there and I found out how you can park in London. I don't know if you can zoom in enough on this one. If you can't, I will zoom in for you. Uh, driver making delivery, please allow 10 minutes. <laughs> just park in a no parking zone and just put it at the sign in your window. I'm making delivery. You know what? Please give me 10 minutes. It does at least have the logo of the company that he's working for on the sign. That's true. But my thought was, oh, I'm pretty sure I can get that piece of clip art. Um, and then the last one that I will share with you, and this always goes to, oh boy, how many times did this have to happen before somebody printed this sign? Um, in Heathrow, uh, when we were getting ready to leave uh, because of Lisa's status, um, we get we get access to the Virgin uh, Lounge um, at Heathrow, the the upper class lounge or whatever they call it. Uh, the Virgin Lounge in Heathrow is a very nice place. Um, it's a cool place. You can get full English breakfast. They also have very nice English. Lisa loves the bathrooms in England. Because like the doors go all the way to the floor and all the way to the ceiling. And they're just, they're nice. Like they're just the Virgin lounge has some of the nicest bathrooms in England, which already have nice bathrooms. Each individual stall, not just ha it, like it has its own sink. It has, it's all self-contained and it's very nice because it's, you know, it's upscale. You don't have paper towels. You it have feels like my hotel room here at the Moxie. Yes, yeah. actually, it kind of looks like it too. Um, <laughs> but the hallway to change my mind. There's obviously been some issues because this is printed on a very nice sign. Again, the hand towels that they give you are washcloths that you're supposed to, you know, right? There's no paper towels in this place. It's it's classy. Please place used hand towels into the bin provided and not in bold into the toilet as this causes blockages. Thank you. The most British sign ever. It didn't start with yo jerk. Don't put the washcloth down the toilet. You Nimrod. Oh yeah. So there you go. There's, there's a few of the signs and a few of the things that, that we had for uh, travel follow-up. Oh, 
uh like i said 11 day work trip nothing i I could i could send you a picture we've talked about arena names i'm actually i'm staying across the street from the crypto.com arena actually Mm. the clippers are playing a game across the street right now while we're recording wow excellent that that and two dollars will get you a ticket to a clippers game (laughs) are you kidding this is their year it's always their year it's So, um, is this the all Broadway edition of what we're watching? Oh, well, it could be if I just get rid of one, you know what? I'll get rid of one and we will make it. Well, it's not all Broadway because it's West end and Broadway. Um, Broadway being a relative term when I saw it in Des Moines. Um, so while we were in England, uh, we did catch two shows on the West end. So I now have seen six in person and um you it's give it? probably the best show that has come out in the last 15 no but, um <laughs> but it's pretty tell me it's tell me it's not pretty good so here's my thoughts yes it is really good it is highly entertaining yes it is um it is maybe not to the level of hamilton but it does it is inventive of what it is to mean to go to a show yes um, I've heard an, I've heard a few of the songs. Um, if you go on YouTube, every year um, in June they do West End Live in Trafalgar Square in London, where the shows come out and they put on free. They do a, a song or two from all of the West End shows, and it's free for people. Um, and you can watch West End Live all, for through multiple years on YouTube. Through that, I have heard a few of the songs from Six. Um, the one that closes it is the one they always do. And then they've done a few others. I will say seeing them in context, the songs were pretty good on from West end live, but then understanding the context behind them actually makes them like, Oh, that's much, much. That sounds like a, a fun pop song, but that's much deeper than I ever realized. I will say this. Lisa and I then had a conversation. She's seen it before with Lindsay. Um, That is about a 70 minute runtime. It is a hundred percent ticket priced. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I understand the concept of fixed costs. It costs the same amount of money to rent a theater, whether you do a, a 70 minute show or a three hour show, you still have to pay the staff. You still have to pay everybody. I get the fixed cost. But, and and you don't have any intermission drink revenue. Right, because there's no intermission. It just yeah. straight through. Yes. But you're still paying full price. And so Lisa's comment was she goes, you know, they really should go back and like rework it. They need to put in another, it'd be great if there was another 10 to 15 minutes worth of material to at least get you closer to 90 minutes. Now, my first suggestion was. I, obviously, it's a stage show. When they brought um, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross from the stage to the movie, uh, they said the movie's too short. We need something, and so they just wrote the entire Alec Baldwin character and his entire that whole scene. What isn't in the play originally? They wrote it for the movie, and now it's the it's the one thing that everybody remembers about the. That's the only thing everybody remembers about the show. Steak knives. You're fired. Anyway. Um, 
I said, well, they could write just something for Alec Baldwin to come out in the middle. She said, she didn't, she did not appreciate that suggestion. However, I threw out the concept though of, we saw a YouTube video three or four weeks ago from a, a woman that was doing comedy on stage. And the bit was, she was singing it. And it was, this is the song you don't remember. And she comes out and she's like, this is the song that you don't remember. I am the brother or the father or a character you've never met. And my and basically it's the I'm here so that the leads can change their costumes. And I'm going to tug at your heartstrings, but in three minutes you won't even remember why I'm here. This is the song that you never remember. And she's And everybody's laughing because every musical has has a number or two or sometimes five or six that are there that you're like, you know, if you got rid of that, this show might be pretty good. Does, doesn't spam a lot have a song like that? It might. I believe it does. <laughs> so while you could add more songs to six, there's an argument to be made that if that's what it's supposed to be, Adding anything else would simply be filler, and it would be the songs that you wouldn't remember. And then you would you'd be like, I mean, it's ninety minutes, but you know, man, there was about ten to fifteen minutes there that's just not that good. Like, anyway, so we saw that. Then uh, that was when we were in London. Then we left London, went up north, went to Edinburgh, came back. This this. Then we were back in London for a couple nights. We also saw Tina. Um the jukebox musical around Tina Turner. This one, um, two hours and 45 minute runtime with a 20 minute intermission. You got to do some planning around this one. Um, it was good. Um, it was entertaining. It's Tina Turner songs. Um, it is, they do warn you, you can't tell the Tina Turner story without, um, you know, uh, Ike beats her up, um, and that's on stage. And, and so she's got blood on her and gets beat up. And that is, that is, uh, that's some tough material. And then you got to pull out of that. I will, what we ended up saying, however, is the problem with all of these jukebox musicals are here's the list of songs that you have to include. Write a story that is in this case is supposed to be telling her. This wasn't even like the Billy Joel one where you can tell Brendan Eddy's story and do whatever it is. This is supposed to be her life, but here's the stories that have to go. A couple of them were like, mm, I don't, that doesn't, Mm. it's very hard to put in welcome to Thunderdome in the Tina Turner story. And yet you have to include it because without it, you don't have the Tina Turner story. The other thing I will say though is, and this is what really last thing on this, that's a two hour and 45 minute show with a 20 minute, let's call it halftime. They do eight shows a week. Okay. Sometimes they do two shows a day, right? They do two matinees. Yeah. Uh, Saturday right? and Sunday. 
we were sitting pretty we were sitting very close and so you can see the dancing and the singing while dancing and the acting and the sweating and everything that goes into it and my thought was we've got nba players who have to have load management because they can't play forget 48 minutes a game three times a week they can't play 30 minutes a game three times a week they have to take some time off because they they get paid 40 million dollars and they're a 23 year old athlete and they can't possibly do that and all of the football players in england are pissed off because they're adding extra time because of all the time wasting because the ball is only in play 50 minutes and most of those teams play one match a week sometimes two at the most two matches a week and they can't play 50 minutes twice a week. Meanwhile, these singers and dancers are doing a two hour and 45 minute show eight times a week. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe some of these NBA players and the football players and everything, they need to suck it up. And you know what? You need to be a little bit more like some of the musical theater kids because they're kicking your ass. When it comes to working hard and being in good shape, do half of what the musical theater kids are doing and your team would be number one. There, I feel better. How about you? What are you seeing? Uh, so a little bit of real time follow up here. Um, yes. Actually. Six is 80 minutes with no inter with no intermission. Yeah, but that's 80 US minutes. And so when you go to England with the conversion, it it's it's like a like a 0.8 factor so it okay sure okay yeah uh we we saw sticking with the broadway theme we saw beetlejuice oh yes i registered as present share lisa's perspective huh yeah (laughs) here's the thing if you haven't seen the movie as like amy's boss is our age never saw the movie somehow missed it i don't know how he missed it uh but here's the thing it, you I, know what it, it was the vhs tape was probably checked out oh that's entirely possible uh, i have seen it enough times for him to count for him probably because i bet i have seen this movie somewhere between 25 and 30 times easily that's why he couldn't see it because you always had it checked out apparently i did yes <laughs> Um, love this movie. Speaking of Alec Baldwin, there you go. Love the movie, right? And so you're watching the pl- the Broadway show. Well, that didn't happen. Well, that doesn't make any. Well, why are they do- just? You know what? Just stop. Don't. Think it's its about own it. thing. It's it's, a- its own thing. Don't think about it too hard. Even though the characters all have the same names, and that what? But if the uh, fine, whatever. The songs are cute. Sure, the songs are cute. The whole being dead thing. Sure, why not? Um, whatever. It was fine. I saw it. I don't need to see it again. But people that don't know, love, watch, rewatch the movie seem to really, really like it more than those of us who registered present. Which, if if you're in that camp and you saw the musical and really enjoyed it, and then thought, I love the musical so much, I went and I'm going to go watch the movie. You might be disappointed in the movie. You might be. 
hey, that's not happened. Wait, that's this doesn't none of this makes any sense. This isn't supposed to happen this way. They died in a car wreck. No, they didn't. Hashtag spoiler alert. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, did you learn something? Yeah, so while we were uh, while we were over in London the first time, uh, Lisa's cousin and her husband came down from um, up uh, between Manchester and Liverpool. They came down and met us in London. Um, they were there to celebrate their one year wedding anniversary, which we were at last year in Las Vegas um, as their sort of only guest because they kind of just came over to America to do it. Um, and so they were there, and so uh, we 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 had the show. But then we went out to dinner with them and um, they came over. I, I ran a half marathon um, through the closed streets of London, which is really cool. So they came there to see me and then we were doing stuff. Anyway, we felt like, hey, you guys are in London. What is it that you want to see? Like, we should do stuff because, you know, they've lived their entire lives in England and they're like, oh, we don't really get to London that much. Um, Keith lived in the outskirts of London for years. However, he's like, yeah, I, I drove trucks into London or whatever. And so we were staying in the Covent Garden area. So we were taking them around and like, hey, he, he, here's what Covent Garden is. And we were like going around. And then and then Sunday night, uh, yeah, Sunday night, we ended up just kind of going for a walk. And we walked down Whitehall. And here's Horse Guards Parade. And here's what's happening here. And then kind of walking around past Westminster Abbey. And they were joking that we were explaining to them what they were seeing because as it turns out and here's what I learned, they pointed out to us, they live in the country in the UK and we know London much better than they do. And we were being the tour guides for them for London. Well, they had been to London. They've been to London before, they've never gotten like the tourist thing and some of the stuff they've covered in school. But anyway, so it turns out we may have been to London. Well, I was going to say too many times, but that can't be accurate. However, we're now giving tours of London to English people, which I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. And by the way, this was, this wasn't a Todd's tour thing. This was an actual tour. Yeah. Thing. See, so here's the thing, Gail and Keith, Half of what Todd told you is probably not true. No, no, no. I give them the good stuff because because they're going to have to go back up. They're going to have to go back home. And then they talk about, oh, well, we went and saw where Prince Charles learned to play. No, 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 not that. No, 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 no. They got the good stuff to the best of my ability. (laughs) Anyway, um, it's a surreal experience as we were taking them around and telling them the history of London. Um. Anyway, yes. And then they were like, well, where, how do we go? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We just go down here. We cover through here. And then we cut around here. And then, you, and then boom, it's right there. And really? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. We know we know where we're going. Anyway, that's what I learned. Um, yeah, we may have been there. Uh, we've been there a lot. How about you? What'd you learn? A uh, couple of quick hitters. Um, while you were gone, Bobby Kennedy Jr. withdrew from the Democratic race for president and decided to run as an independent. Did you catch this story? Yes. Okay. Yes. When that story dropped, someone in the article, the person writing the article referred to him as Mr. Cheryl Hines. And I went, wait, what? Since 2014, Bobby Kennedy Jr. 
has been married to Cheryl Hines. Yes. I did not know that. I'm like, wait, what? Yes. Okay. Okay. My my only question is, is anybody informed Cheryl Hines? <laughs> Eek. Um, also, uh, there a bunch of people have been pleading guilty in a trial. Yes. It's actually pronounced Chesboro, not Cheesebro. Because I've been looking at it going, oh, Cheesebro. No. Yeah. No, 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 Yeah. Me and Cheesebro are going to go take care of this for you. Yeah. You know, ch- ch- me and Cheddar Jack headed up north. He's my Cheesebro. <laughs> Ride or die with Guerre. <laughs> I have missed this. This has been great. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast. Uh, the toddies are coming up. So get your nominations in. Vote early, vote often. They happen at the end of the year. So uh, if you want to try to be an award-winning guest or get yourself some award-winning merch, uh, you can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with Visiting Scholar Todd Prince wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. No Gino space. Uh, you can check out our, oh, where do you get our award-winning merch? You get it on Zazzle. You can do that. Danny got himself some award-winning merch for being a guest on our program. Uh, you can you can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA, not 515-ALSO-SLAPA. Don't confuse. Not that one. Don't, don't, don't get those confused. Don't, please. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Or check out our Naperville drains if you're in the greater Chicago area. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. As always, they are Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and dj to go Cedar Valley. And you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? So the uh, the Beetlejuice musical runs two hours and 30 minutes, including one intermission. But this is based off of the 19, uh, 1988, which is what I did the spoiler alert, because some people may not have gotten to it, movie, Dwayne. This isn't Dwayne Guess a Number. However, I want you to guess a number because you said you watched this 25 to 30 times. The Broadway show is two hours and 30 minutes with an intermission. The movie is how long? Oh. <sighs> 106 minutes. This number stunned me. Running time for that movie, 92 minutes. No. Yeah. So um, it's much closer to six than it is to its own show. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Hopefully uh, more Broadway content next week. We will be back. We're here. Talking to Todd. Does this mean we don't have time to talk about the FIA legality plank? We said we were going to, and the whole disqualification. Oh man, oh. does this does this mean Matt Damon doesn't get on either? Sorry, 
ran out of time.